Hey, hey, we're back. Another we're episode back. of Hyperx Podcast. Gets better every time. I think it does. It does, actually. It does. We, we grow and we learn. We do. I think we're going to be... We're going to be rocking it. I've got a question. Does Spotify have a video feed? Do we do video um, on Spotify? Spotify is not video, no. Spotify is only audio. Is Rogan the only one who gets video? Um, I'm not sure of the arrangement with... Uh, I think it's... Yes, yeah, it's, it's like special. You have to have a feed. So basically, we're, we're, we're YouTube video, Spotify audio, Apple audio. podcast audio, yeah. So this is for our YouTube fans. Video. I do love them YouTube fans. Yes. Uh, I need to, I, I'm sorry, YouTube fans. I will get my own content pumping at some point in the near future, like Alex. But uh, um, I don't know why I haven't. M maybe because I've been focused on university stuff, not YouTube stuff. I don't know. You should get your uh, the, get the presentation on YouTube. That'll be really that'll be really big. The the lo the localization one. The decoding China. Yeah. Decoding Chinese that, office That space. would be massive. Yeah. That's a good first one because that kicks off the channel, right? And you can kind of grow it from there. Yeah. Potential. Potential. Yeah. Thing is, mate, I, I started to think like like you. You know, yours are like nice little bite-sized chunks of information. Mm. I should probably my, mine are quite long and extended. I should probably shorten them into like maybe two or three different uh, videos or some shit. I don't know. But again, the, the YouTube in itself is like not a big, n not a major focus of mine right now. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. These things yeah, are yeah. dynamic and they develop. I think also we need to tell people that we're going to have a really big one dropping. Um, be actually, before this. Actually, no, that, that's stupid, right? It's going to be before this. Justin. Um, if you're watching this, you probably watched the episode with Justin Z. Um, okay. He was our first guest. So that was a fun. That was a really fun. I know it was late for us. Oh, it was, it was late. Like two o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, it was late. I was pretty tired. Actually, yeah. I was kind of surprised because I think that on the camera or, or like on, during the podcast, I felt like <laughs> just ridiculously tired, you know, like I could think in it was like two in the morning, you know, yeah. but um we made it through and looking back at the recording, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was. Like I thought I was way more out of it than I seemed to be. Yeah. Just yeah. to let everybody know that if you do watch it and I see him out of it, I was. Justin's cool though. Like he's, he's pretty much a chill guy. Like you just set him off and like, he's talking about a ton of stuff and, um, yeah, yeah he's he, a good guy. He's used to being interviewed. You can tell. He's used yeah. to be interviewed. Yeah. He's yeah. used to it. Yeah. He's, he's a used to, being interviewed on camera. Um, yeah. Yeah. But this is like a plug. So basically, yeah, like if you're watching this, like, or, you know, this is a start of many guests, hopefully. Up there. And, uh, who, would, who would you get on? Like if you could get on anyone, like ask anyone to join. Who would I get on right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Anyone in the world. Anyone in the world. Anyone in the world right now. Yeah. Probably Kanye West. Yeah, but then we'd get our channel taken down, right? No, we, but the thing is, I would I would sit there and I would disagree with him, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, oh, oh, we got to be careful. We don't want to be taken <laughs> exactly, down. Exactly, right? Exactly. We don't want to be you taken down. You mentioned the guy's name and you're, you're taken down. But that's exactly how it shouldn't be. Yeah, that's what. That's the point. That's why I disagree with Elon. 
Elon, unban him, please. Like, that was stupid. You know, because the problem is, Elon, is now I'm questioning you. I'm questioning which side of the fence you stand on. I know you're the, a World Economic Forum young leader, but I thought things were different, and now mm -hmm. I'm wondering if this was all a big troll and it's part of the same pack. Come on, Elon. Like, you, you, yeah. you were rising in the ranks for me, and now, even though I, I respect how smart you are, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want you to be my leader anymore. You've got to unban Mr. West. He's got, think, a, lot, he's got a lot going on, to be fair. Um, well, I, what I think Mr. West was trying to say is that we're all children of God and he loves everybody equally. And even people that did disgraceful things may have contributed some things to the advancement of the human race. Mm. But the way in which he expressed that and the platform of which he expressed that on. Do you know what I mean? Come on, yeah, mate. Yeah. You, you've, you've shot yourself straight in the foot there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 um, he, he said he's going to, so basically he said, Elon said he's going to, he's going to publish all of the behind the scenes stuff at Twitter that banned Trump and banned Kanye and banned all these guys. So let's see what they come out with. Will they come out with all the evidence and all this stuff? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know, mate. I'm almost tired of it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, a yeah. It's, I'm tired of the drama. Yeah. Just, um, so, yeah. So, um, next year's going to be fun. A lot more guests, a lot more kind of podcasts coming up, a lot more videos, uh, more shorts. Kind of looking forward to a big year. Point of this uh, episode is this is the last one before 2023, which is kind of scary. Uh, the year's kind of flown in. Um, been it's, mental. It's crazy how fast it's passed. Been mental. I yeah, mean, you've yeah. actually, this is your first whole year outside of China, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. In a while, yeah. 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 How, yeah. how many months? Uh, 12. 12, you, yeah. You know, last night, everyone, uh, last night I, I was in the weed shop and uh, <laughs> I, did, I did get talking with some Thai guys who... Uh, start going, oh, do you know Serpent ZA and Lao Y86? <laughs> really? So Did they say that? Swear, swear down. Oh my God. And I said, I said, listen, mate, you know, I know people that used to live next door to them, referring to you, Alex. You used to live in the same complex. Used as to see him ZA. a lot. Yeah. yeah, every week. Yeah. Always so, in the suit. Always in the suit. Like, exactly. Always funny, in the suit. So yeah. I don't know. I'm calling Winston Sturzel out right now. Uh, Winston. Uh, yeah, you're a special guy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I love that suit shit that you do. It is mental. It is truly unique. But come on, dude, chill out on the bashing a little bit. Chill out on the bashing a little bit. And 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 Winston, it's obvious, by the way, that you and uh, the Laowai, your chemistry's not there anymore. Mm. You, you annoy him, and he annoys you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. So yeah, so that's that next year's gonna be fun. Uh, so yeah, this one's just like, uh, as we talked about, like, we're just going to talk about like the year past, like what we, what we liked, because we're positive guys, we're not going to be bashing, we're not gonna be negative. We're gonna talk about like what we liked this year. Because um, through all the shit, like a lot of good things happened. A lot of good things happened this year. You know, when you look when you look at it, like, there's like, ups and downs in life, but actually a lot is good happened this year. Yeah, man. Um, starting with the first one, we talked a lot about branding and brands on this before, and we've mentioned this sort of topic, but like, 
what is your favorite brand? What brand has performed the best this year? Like, and you think has killed it and you like it a lot. You know what? It's got to be, there's one brand that I think for me in terms of has been inspiring. There's two brands that I really love this year. It's got to be Gentle Monster, number one. Come on, these guys going to have to sponsor me at some point. They're going to have to. Come on, if you listening, I've wrote presentations for Enreal. You know, we got we got money, Enreal, everyone. Uh, $17 million. Uh, big shout out to everybody involved in that on the uh, the Hypeworks team. Uh, Hypeworks Unwrecked 2022, $15 million, pardon me. You can go read about it. It's in the newspapers. Um, Yeah, so Gentle Monster, you've got to sponsor us right now. Uh, You sponsored our work already. So, um, yeah, number one brand. Because I I love the fact that they communicate without words. I love the fact that it's stylistic. Mm, mm, mm. I love the fact that they just, you know, they get a person that, you know, even the Tottenham player, Son, I don't know if that's Son. how you say it in Korea. Yeah, Son. Son. Okay. Son, yep. I mean, he's not exactly the most outspoken celebrity, is he? Maybe in Korean, but globally, he doesn't really say too much, but no. he's recognized because he is actually quite a talent at football. Yep. Um, and, you know, they've got him in one of their latest campaigns. And I think that really represents the brand. It's kind of like, it's not premium, no, sorry. It is premium. It's not luxury, mm-hmm. but it's so weird, you know, to quote a Brazilian colleague of mine, Yuri, uh, if you, if you listen, uh, I thought you were going to say Fabio, <laughs> uh, Yuri, um, you'll recognize Yuri. Uh, if you see him, he's got bald head lives in China. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Yuri said that they made geeky cool. And I think that that is a very good simplification of what Gentle Monster have done. They've made nerdy, geeky, cool. You know, the big square frames, Mm -hmm. they make a statement. They, you don't think about the cost or the price of them, though they're not cheap. They are three, $400, but they really make a statement and people see those and they remember you. And I think that they're just a very visual brand. So that's, Number one for Jake on the uh, the Hypeworks wrapped uh, brand. What's number one for Alex? Um, it's a tough question, actually. It's probably Apple, isn't it? Nah, I don't think Apple is kind of boring now. Stuff the, the marketing, the products are quite boring. I mean, what mm, about nothing? They've been good. I mean, I think they've lost a little bit of momentum recently, but like yeah, overall, definitely. they've. At least they've done stuff differently. Like they haven't just followed the same playbook. Like some of the launch events have been pretty cool. I think the first like three, four months were just really good. Shout yeah, out to the yeah. team on that one, really. The yeah. first three, four months, you absolutely smashed it out the ballpark. Like you really set yourselves apart, different. And I really liked that. I know that the, was it, is it Seven, that Swedish marketing agency that they partnered with? Seven? Yeah. That's them visuals. They were cool. I like the visuals. Yeah, I love the, cool. the photography. They were, they were super cool. Yeah. Um, that's, is it's it actually Oppo? is it Oppo? No, it's not. No. Um, I don't know. I think. Um, I mean, Spotify have had a good year. Spotify. What I liked about Spotify is like they they had all this controversy with Joe Rogan, right? 
Um, was that, I think that was last year they signed them, whatever, but like it still kept on spilling on, right? It's the Neil Young situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just they just ignored it. They're just like, this is what we believe in, right? We believe in like free speech and like we're just going to do this. Um, and it's paid off, right? Because their, their, their subscriber count keeps on going up. Um, and they're just they're just doing really well. It's like a good platform. People love it. So um, it's well by a good. And they sponsored Barcelona as well, which was a big kind of their first big uh, offline campaign i guess you could say so swap out done well um, is, that, is that your number one i mean te- tesla but tesla obviously like tesla's uh, did you see the semi-track uh reveal like i mean the thing is you can't put them to number one when they did that like three or four days ago i know i know i know but like just the whole year like they're still they're still killing it like in terms of like their market share, the cars, like the vibe, the vibe's cool, you know, it's the best car brand. You're bullish on Tesla. Yeah, yeah, it's the best car brand. Like, it's just the one people want to buy, right? Um, But, uh, you know, Elon, Elon's an impressive guy. He does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I think, I think, to be honest, like, it's not been a standout year for for companies. I don't think anyone's really done that well, like, across the board. Mm. Like, you know, there's a lot of controversies, like, most companies like Facebook, they're kind of like... Yeah, tech tech guys have struggled this year. Oppo. Um, yeah, I mean it's the same ones like we always like Red Bull. They do good stuff. Like say Gentle Monster. Um, I think Gentle Monster are like pretty. The thing is, they grew, and I still feel like they're growing. Do you know what mm, I mean? I still mm. feel like they're getting more and more notoriety as time goes on. Two years ago, they were big in Asia. Yeah. Now they're globally big. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, favorite artist this year? Tunde. Tunde, Tunde. from Manchester. You didn't, you, didn't take, you didn't take long to decide. No, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a joke. It's not really Tunde. Arctic. Uh, actually, it's funny. Arctic Monkeys have been my number one band for like the last 10 years yeah. on Spotify every year. Actually, uh, I'm going to say this probably wrong. His name is Robag Voom. He's a techno DJ from Berlin. Uh, has also had the number one position in the most listened to track two years in a row. It's just such a good tune. It's called No. And it's the way that this track builds up to the point where it just like, it's just a, a very expressive, uh, deep, progressive techno thumper. It's a sick tune, really, really well made. You know, I listen to a lot of house and techno music and this track is particularly standout, I just think. It emits a certain vibe. I don't know whether he's my number one artist, though. I think you should go for number one first, and then I'll 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 do my hype works and rap to number one. So you, I, you I was first. I was looking at mine, and uh, mine was the weekend. I was the, listen- the the weekend the weekend the the weekend. Yes, I was listening to a lot of the weekend this year. I don't know. I just I just like him. Like his voice is nice, and he's, he's nice. his songs are good. It's uh, catchy. Save your. Yes. For another day. It's, you know when you're working and you're just working, you, you just want to like a, a worky kind of vibe. I will say, I it, them them tracks from the, the Weekend are unbelievably well made. Mm-hmm. They're well produced, yeah. well thought out. It's the same stuff with like, I, I, I don't know how the mu- music industry be moving these days because I've always been saying this about like, if you look at a lot of Travis Scott or DJ Khaled and people like this it's like there's about 20 people that contributed to the production of that track and they're just the people that get credited 
they're yeah. not even the people like the people beneath them you know yeah but some of the artwork i'm a i'm a big fan of music being produced by an individual which is why like yeah. i like alex turner from the because yeah, yeah. it's why i like robag zoom here's a twist on the question which artists have you seen live this year have you seen any live well, I spent half my year locked up in China, <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure that even small, even, even like a bar, like small venue, anyone. A, a DJ Taylor, T, DJ Taylor. She's a Thai <laughs> DJ. Uh, shout out DJ Taylor. I yeah. hope she makes it big one day. She actually has quite a nice little selection of uh, deep house tunes. But that's about it, mate. I, I, so at the F1 and, and I didn't know there's, you know, there's music off the F1, right? I don't yeah, know who's yeah. playing. So we turn up at the like stadium. Who's playing live? Total, know, ra mate. total random. Uh, that Scottish guy with the ginger hair. Nah. Def Leopard. Oh yeah. 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 Did yeah. they have the drummer? Yeah. One, one arm. Crazy. Yeah. One arm, just like two hours. Just shit. Um, no, they were good. They were actually really good. Huh? Like, um, you know they're old. They're old guys, right? They're really old, but they're uh, professionals, bro. Yeah, yeah. Professional. They've been doing it. You know, what I mean, yeah, slick, really slick. Like just, yeah. uh, just, just like you know, you know these eighties, like um, you know, seventies uh, music. Like it's, it's kind of timeless. Like it, people love it. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, are yeah, enjoying it because it's, it. it's good. And it's loud like, as hell. It's really I, loud. I know. I know. We got to talk about it because Scottish connection here. Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street. <laughs> Why do you, you like know, that song so much? Because it, it's just the best tune. Like, you can show anybody Jerry Rafferty, Baker Street, and when do you listen? When do you listen to that song? Like, what time? Like, special? Like, is it when you're dying or when you're like working? Or I think the song is just the embodiment of good and bad times you know it's like yeah, yeah. it's a transition song yeah it's it's a song about well you know the backstory of this song right you know about this guy uh, had a yeah. band, he was in a band yeah. Steelers Wheels and yep. he's traveling down to see his former bandmate who lives on Baker Street in London yeah. and yep. it's a reflective piece about how the record label <laughs> have effectively got all his art and money locked up and he's going through legal battles and lawsuits mm -hmm. and he's traveling mm -hmm. down to London from Edinburgh Yep. every weekend and that's what the tune is about so i feel like the tune is more of a reflection of like the struggles in life mm -hmm. and the optimistic hope that it's gonna get better mm -hmm. uh, and it's not like a tune that i listen to when i'm down it's a tune that you know when that tune comes on i'll never skip it so i think that that's why it features in like my top five because spotify knows i like that track and it knows I like to send that track to other people as well because but it's not. It's not the case with Spotify. Like uh, I'm not. Sh I'm not sure this is like real. I'm, I'm just thinking this is like a hunch. Like a lot of the most popular songs people love are one-hit wonders. Like they're just like one artist like nailing it. You can't say Jerry Rafferty was a one-hit wonder though. Like, well, I mean, it, none of his other tracks were anywhere near to right. the success of. Baker Street, but I would go and argue that Baker Street is one of the best classic rock tracks, if not one of the best tracks ever made. <laughs> like, go and listen to it and tell me that, yeah, you can talk about the saxophone might be a little bit out outdated, but it's almost timeless. They don't put saxophones in music. Nah, anymore. they don't. They don't. That it's not guitar cool. solo, 
just epitomizes the whole feeling within <laughs> the entire track. I think, yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing tune. Yeah, I don't know. I just think like uh, all I all I keep hearing right now is Mariah Carey. Like it's her time of the year, right? She just comes oh, on in December. Love that it's on Carl. Crazy, yeah. Going around Marks and Spencer's <sighs> listening to Mariah Carey. It's they like it is. everywhere, right? Everyone's like Mariah Carey mm, at Christmas. I, I mean, I think it is one of the most like modern, friendly tracks. I can't think of a, a classic Christmas tune that came out after that track. You could no. argue that The Darkness, do you remember The Darkness? Yeah, yeah I remember them, yeah. They, they had a Christmas track, and I can vaguely remember it. But, yeah. You know, you want to talk about Christmas tracks, we'll talk about Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. You know, yeah, it, you know, that's a brilliant tune, and it was made on that synthesizer. What's the other one? I hear Slade. Slade have that one, uh, right? Slade. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that as a yeah, challenge yeah, on time. Yeah, yeah. Slade's big. Um, John Lennon, War is Over. That's a big one. Yeah. Big guy, John Lennon. Big respect for John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Related topic, Baker Street, Liverpool, Birmingham, Slade. Favourite city this year? Favourite city. can be, obviously you have to have gone there, right? Visit. So you've only been in two. <laughs> I've been around. I've been Ho Chi Minh. Oh, sorry. Ho Chi Minh, right? Three. Shout out to Ho Chi Minh. Love yeah. Ho Chi Minh. But you know what? If I'm going to pick a city where I've had just, I mean, Bangkok is, a, is another contender, but... You know, I'm going to have a wild card moment here. And I'm just going to say, just based off the place that I'm able to kind of disconnect, it's got to be Chiang Mai. Oh. It has to be Chiang Mai. I mean, Koh Samui is great, but it feels like a tourist trap. Chiang Mai is like, you can just go and hang out with the the local people in the local bar. Mm -hmm. I can see why the digital nomads actually do love Chiang Mai. I do think there is a bit of like escapism and the only reason why Bangkok, cause I, I'd probably argue that if we're talking about like the most like, you know, adrenaline fueled go for it moments, Bangkok would be number one, but you know, sometimes you need to unplug and mm -hmm. I think that Chiang Mai is a bit of a wild card. Mm -hmm. Ho Chi Minh as well. Oh, it's tough. It's, it's out of Bangkok, Chiang Mai and Ho Chi Minh. Go pick one. It's a tough one, you know. It, again, it's how you it's how you cut it. I, I'm it, gonna give yeah. I'm gonna give it to Chiang Mai just because it was the first one that came, and I'm thinking of a why not bar. Uh, it's a bit of a low key local joint, but why not bar in uh, Chiang Mai? It's like you can be anybody and go to that bar, you know. Mm -hmm. No, just talk. Could you nice. could you live there like full time? No, nah, nah. and I question why the digital nomads do want to live there. Like, I'm not saying that you can't go there if you, whatever. It's just, you know, I worked in those co-working spaces in Chiang Mai, and honestly, massive respect for everybody in Chiang Mai. A, a lot more. It's very serious, very professional place, but I just don't think I could hang out in that digital commune. It's not for me. I've got yeah, reasons. Yeah. Anyway, what about you? Come on, it's, it's probably Hong Kong still, isn't it? Nah, I, I was going to say Bangkok, but I mean, Dubai... Well, because, because you didn't say it, Jake, I'm going to yeah. change. No, I think, honestly, I was really pleasantly surprised with Dubai. Like, because, you know, obviously I transit there all the time, but I just stayed in the airport, and uh, I hadn't been outside properly in Dubai for like four or five years. And uh, No, actually, that's a lie. I did meet Fabio 
briefly for coffee in April, but that was just like going out, meet him, go back to the airport. Right. But uh, no, it does feel like Dubai is now, uh, it feels like the new Hong Kong. It feels like a place where people want to go and make money and like mm-hmm. have a good life. You know, people are positive. Everyone's like, no one's talking about COVID. No one's talking about like, you know, this and that, like um, politics. It's just like, have fun, make money, you know, be successful. And you can see why a lot of like KOLs and influencers, like a lot of the people we talk to live there now because there's this like energy people feed off each other. Right. I think that's a good, a good thing, mate. Maybe you should move there. What about it? Uh, heat. So basically when I went, uh, in April and like a couple weeks ago, the weather's perfect. Like, but the summer's just most of the years too much. Do half and half. Do that's what people do. They do like, you know, you know what they do. They go to the UK in the summer and then Dubai in the winter. Winter is really good in Dubai because like, it's the peak uh, peak season. But um, you know, I, I just want to talk a little bit about the World Cup as well. Like people, you know, the, the Middle East gets a lot of stick. Like you know, Arab people take a lot of shit because of the, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia religion, religion and all that stuff. But, Saudi Arabia is slightly different, though. Yeah, slightly different. But but the point is like, and you know, there's a lot of people like Andrew Tate that talk about this. Like they they're very they're fiercely um, defensive of their culture they want to maintain their culture and there's nothing wrong with that right like they, they, they have an arab culture and you know you can't walk around naked on the street you can't drink beer on the street you can't like do this and that and that's just their culture you have to respect it you know fair play i'm gonna say this controversial this is where i get Kanye west uh banned um no i, I think i think you're totally right and here's the thing like i do think that uh, a lot of people sat here listening to this podcast all our fans across the world uh, particularly those in the Western countries, it's not like the West is morally superior yeah. to these other places. Maybe you might be, but I think what's been exposed since COVID is that uh, there's a lot of corruption uh, in the West. A lot of uh, politics actually revolves around uh, business interest, um, not necessarily what's best for the people. And I think that people in the West, because they've been told all their lives that their countries are somehow morally or ethically superior they actually believe that but then you come to a place like thailand and it's like well there's no gun crime there's no people people aren't getting robbed on mopeds yeah. you know the, the crime is higher in london than a developing economy that's more diverse in asia with less police yeah, yeah. and you and you, the, you start san francisco people go into the shops and just walk out with stuff exactly so it's like uh, yeah get off your high horse in in the west look i love the west i love i love london i lived there london and still still so that was the thing at dubai i was hanging out with a lot of people who just arrived from london they just came from london like one or two weeks ago i was like oh why did you move here they're like well look at it like the weather's good tax is low it's safe uh there's a lot of stuff to do you can't blame them you know look at the uk right now economy and stuff so dubai is definitely if i was going to live in the middle east it would definitely dubai like it's just a it's a blend of like i can see you there uh, i don't know mate hanging out with andrew tate uh i don't know mate. i don't know about that hey. nah, i i didn't see anyone famous this time no but, but uh, you know you went to that gym right and ever yes. since you mentioned that gym i've been getting like shorts on youtube of like personal trainers that work out in that gym. Yeah, i didn't yeah, know yeah. that gym before that's such an awesome gym though it's unbelievable it's the best gym i've ever been to there's, mm. there's machines in there i've never seen in my life like i don't even know how to use them right and uh some of the guys in there are just like giants like i mean crazy 
Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. I don't think I could live in Dubai, personally. It's mm-hmm. not for me. Uh, I couldn't live in Chiang Mai either, though. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I, for me right now, I, I, you know, I still think Bangkok is a. Uh, it's not. It's not. What's that quote from Batman? You know, it's not the. Uh, it's not the hero we need, but he's the hero that we need. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Bangkok is like that for me. It's not the place I want to live, but it's the best. Same with Hong. Right same now. with Hong Kong for me right now. Yeah, but I think Hong Kong is still going through a transition. I think the more time you spend traveling in Bangkok and various places, even you're going to start to go. It's very expensive. It's limited. There's a lot of political distress here in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. Do I want to be around that? In two years from now, probably not. So, so. yeah, yeah, and and, and the the economists came out with their most expensive cities list. I just googled it actually this week, and uh, the top cities are Singapore, New York, Hong Kong, LA. LA. Yeah. Have you been to LA? I mean, I went to um, LA in twenty twenty, yeah. February twenty twenty, just as COVID, just as it was declared a state of emergency. And L.A. was like like Night of the Living Dead. I walked from Hollywood to Central, and it was like... Dangerous. Ugh, dangerous. Yeah. Oh, just like, drag, what is going drag, on drag, in that town? Draggies, draggies and all that stuff, yeah. Just everywhere, like literally yeah. tents, tents oh for like God. parked up side by side for a kilometer. Yeah. It's nuts. So you wouldn't uh, recommend LA? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to visit LA, to be honest. I mean, I did, I would to see my friend Tim in Anaheim. Shout out! Uh, but honestly, there's no appeal to LA. Like, it's a crazy place. It's like it was crazy before. It's I don't know. Yeah, why I, people... I, I got I got a mate there, and he says it's really expensive now. It's just really? crazy. Yeah. yeah. Probably because of all the the money that's in the tax to go to clean up the homeless situation. Probably, I don't know. It's oh, it's mad. If you see it with your own eyes, like if you actually go and see it. I mean, I have a friend who's in San Fran right now, and he was telling me like I'm looking forward to getting out of here. Oh my God! And then the day after, I called my friend Tim, actually the guy from LA, and he told me that he'd been he'd flown to San Francisco the week before, and he said it's Jake like. Not like you remember even four or five years ago, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's because, scary. Because all the tech companies in SF, they, they left, right? They, they closed the offices. It's just a ghost town, apparently, downtown. I can so imagine. Say, yeah. yeah, I can imagine that. All right, Let's move see. on. Uh, favorite food this year. So you going to buy, by the way, you're just going to buy. Is that your top Yeah, one? I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, favorite food. I'm going to go with Chinese food. Okay. I'm going to go with Chinese food right now because a lot of people go, oh, you know, the Thai people here will go, do you, not like, do, you, do you like Thai food? I do like Thai food. Is, did you prefer the Chinese food or whatever? It's like you can't compare. Chinese food is mm-hmm. incredibly diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. You missed but... that. You missed that from China. <sighs> no. <laughs> I missed the the availability and the readiness of the variety of the Chinese food. Like even here I can get Western food, but the Western food isn't that good. You know, yeah, yeah. I could, the best food to eat in Thailand 
surprise or surprise not is Thai food. Okay. <laughs> but Thai food is nowhere near as diverse mm -hmm. as Chinese food. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't compare as a country of like 1.4, 1.5 billion to a country of like 60 million people. It's like comparing the UK to China. It just can't yeah. be done. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Uh, I don't know. Favorite food. I'm not a big foodie, you know. Steak. Steak is my favorite food. Yeah. I steak, was in. Um, steak has always been my favorite food. I was in uh, Barca this year with Justin, Justin Z, and some other guys in there. Spanish food, man, it's just so good. Eh? Like the tapas and like the churros, like they, they eat well in Spain. It's really tasty. I do like the tapas. Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah, like the little uh, potatoes and stuff like this. But yeah, yeah. again, it, it's not, it doesn't enter into my my top foods. I, 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 maybe I do miss Chinese food a bit, but I think it's, again, the, the availability and the variety that you basically have on tap. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the key, isn't it, with food? Like, you've got to live in a place where you can get everything. Well, like, Shanghai actually used to have, has pretty yeah, good food, yeah, yeah. to be honest. Shanghai is, like, somewhat underrated for the food. Yeah, although the expats have left, so maybe yeah. there's less. Well, yeah, that is true. It did change a lot in the last, like, few years, Shanghai. Like, the vibe definitely changed. Uh, are you looking forward to getting so – oh, well, you, you're probably in the UK right now as we – as we uh, this looks live, so uh, – any UK food that you're going to I mean, eat in? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Again, I don't really miss British food. I always had used to joke with a former colleague of mine who's French about uh, British food because I've always defended it, to be honest. I don't, think, really? <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as it's given a rep because I think that it's quite rustic in some ways. It's like... Mm. Here's some vegetables and here's some meat. It's a bit is rough. It, it's a bit rough, but yeah. it's kind of wholesome, right? Yeah, it's not refined. Yeah. It's not like French cuisine, <laughs> but it, it isn't as bad as... Because most people just go, oh, it's fish and chips. It's not. Yeah. That's ignorance. Sher shepherd's you know? pie. I mean, Gordon Ramsay is one of the most highly decorated chefs in the world. And his foundation was basically, you know, part of it, at least, was British food. What's the one he does? That he always does uh, the pie. Ah. Uh, What's that pie with the meat and the pastry? What, like steak and ale? No, no, Ch it's... Uh, chicken. No, no, fish no. Fish pie. It's the one that begins with G. It's like a... G. Oh, I need to Google this. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's pie. Yeah, no, he, this is his signature... Gordon's uh, pie. <laughs> this is, I'm literally typing Ramsay pie into, into Google. It's, it begins with G. Uh, definitely begins with G. I have no idea. I'm, I'm typing now pies wiki, list of pies. <laughs> yeah, there's hundreds of pies. <laughs> thousands of apple pies. Oh, God, it's not even here. That's thousands God of pies. <laughs> yeah, no, are you going to eat a pie when you go home? Uh, I mean, I occasionally have a grace, have myself a pie here. There's a lot of British expats, so you can get... <laughs> All right, British food. Um, now nah, I don't miss British food that much. <laughs> to be honest, it's almost like I'm getting bored of food. Do you ever get that? Do you get yeah, bored yeah, of yeah. eating? You just, yeah, because I, I eat a lot of like uh, the same food here, like at night after gym, and I just like sometimes like, oh god, I'm eating this again, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm bored of I'm bored char, of eating char siu, like pork rice. Oh god, pork rice again. Yeah. 
I do like a, a, a what's the I don't know the Japanese name for it, but I do eat that pork tenderloin katsu. Oh, um, yeah, I love that. I love that. That, that you know, beefy pork. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, oh, this cool. is really annoying me now. Ah, <sighs> keep talking about pies while I find this pie. Uh, <laughs> Chicken I pie. I'm just wondering, actually, what's next on the Hiteworks wrapped list? Um, uh, new hobbies, new new things you've picked up, new habits. New habits. Yeah. You know what? It's it's not really like new habits. It's more like a, a suppression of old habits that have come back um, since since I live in a, a place that's more free. Uh, I feel like life is a bit more fun in Bangkok than it yeah. was in China. Yeah. Um, I see people that, you know, like when you live in China, you don't see anybody that you know from outside of China. It's not a place that people go on holiday. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, when I live in Bangkok, people all the time, I'm talking all over the world. I've seen my British friends last weekend. Yeah. I've got another friend of mine who's actually Chinese that I, I know from living in London, who's back out here and she's, mm-hmm. she's traveling. I think she might even be going back uh, to China for New Year. So yeah. uh, I'll see her before she do, does that. Um, I actually saw another old colleague of mine uh, from Oppo uh, even three weeks ago. So it's it's one of those things, isn't it? When you live in Bangkok, I feel like it's a very transient city. Yeah. You meet people and people come and go. It's a. I think Bangkok is a great place to live for that. Like a lot of people I know from all over the world come here on holiday or pass yeah. through here to go to some, an, another destination. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, even my auntie came through Bangkok about three weeks ago. I didn't get a chance to see uh, my auntie Janice, but uh, there you go, you know, like it's a transient place. Even did, my you auntie ghost, did you ghost your auntie Janice? No. She, she ghosted you? No, her and my uncle Phil had uh, <laughs> been on holiday, like doing some, I think it was like an organized, like little mini cruise or something that went down like Vietnam, everything from Ho Chi Minh, Da Nang, etc. And they went to Cambodia and then, had to transfer in Bangkok. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. People, you'll see through. them. You'll see them at Christmas. Even you, even you come through Bangkok. You know, if you need Correct. to go anywhere, you have to come by Bangkok from Hong Kong these days. Just how it is. Um, so what was the, what was the thing you picked up? You have it? Probably the ganja. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe the ganja. Um, but that's an old, habit as well yeah i mean like look everything in moderation you know it's not mm-hmm. like i'm getting blatant to be honest even when i smoke i'm like you know half the time unless i'm out on a big one it's two puffs and i'm done if i'm out on the big one it's a different story do you know what i mean but you know most of the time it's just like a couple of puffs a week you know smoke a j mm-hmm. and uh yeah relax it's like yeah i don't think it's a bad habit i think it comes down to personal responsibility and uh, how you respect and treat substances. It's the same as alcohol. Had two Coronas last night. Did time. you? Yeah. Mm, nice. Two Ronas. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything. Yeah, I don't think there's anything new, you know, like I work every day. I go to the gym every day. And uh, I, I don't know. There's no, the, the new habit is building the high works. That's what it is. What about you, mate? So, so being a, being in business is your new habit. I, I live it every yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I live it. I'm always, you know, like how yeah. can we get this to the next I've got, level? You know, that's, I've got a few. Always that, thinking. Yeah. I've got a few, like, so basically every day now I go for a morning walk 
And because before, like, I was so rushing Fucking to go to the office. 60. Just let me finish. Before, I used to, you know, like, when you're going to the office, we work in the same office, right? So you've got to get up. You've got to get there. It's quite far for right. us to get there. And, you, you know, you spend 45 minutes, an hour getting there to the desk. And now, like, I literally just, you know, for the first hour in the morning, I go for breakfast and have a walk. And it just clears your head, you know? Kind of gets I do your... think that's good. That's, like, almost meditative, mate. It is. You set, you set your and you know what, what that is it. yeah you know what that is it's just making time like if you're if you're like if you're if you're living by other people's time then you won't have time to do it right but if you just make time okay i'm gonna block that time before we start work at 10 o'clock whatever i'm just gonna do this then it's such a healthy thing to do yeah no i i do feel like that like for me you know, like I get up and I scramble around in the morning and that's why I do the most work. But then I hit the gym at 1130. Yeah. I feel like if I don't have that morning exercise, I'm a stressed out guy for the rest of the day. So I yeah. think the morning routine sounds a blessing. Yeah. Do you look I, forward to it? I, so I'm, you know, I'm a night guy and my night gym guy. So I look forward to my night gym because, you know, we're, we're working till like six o'clock and then I know that after six o'clock, like I've got that you know, that gym time to come and I can kind of get into that and, you know, refresh and then work again after if we need to work again. Like I find that's kind of good for me. Mm. It is nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's nice yeah. to have a gym, like, like become a member of a gym and then you go there every day and like, you, you know, it just becomes a habit. Like you're familiar with it. And then it's such a good feeling, isn't it? Do you, you have gym friends? friends? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I got a French guy and, uh, he's big. Um, I'm not sure it's all natural, but, uh, he's nice though. Like he'll, he'll be like, oh, you should just tweak that or do that. And you know, he's a helpful guy and, um, yeah, Jim's good, Big bastard. but, um, fitness wise, are you, are you trying to, what's your kind of goals? I, I don't know whether or, people what, what, what want have you to done this, but these days I keep it, you know, a, a mix. I'm, I'm very much about like, um, you know, I do every day. I run a minimum of two kilometers every day. Okay. Every and I try, day, every day. And I try and do that within 10 minutes. Okay. So that's like jumping. That includes my little warm up time on the treadmill. So I might run at like 10 kilometers an hour for like a minute. And then mm -hmm. I'll like be pushing like 12 kilometers an hour for the rest of the time. Yeah. So it's a minimum of two K. Sometimes it's four K. Sometimes it's five K, you know, and then as soon as I'm finished the running, I'm always hitting the weights. I'll do a minimum of 20 minutes and then I'll stretch. So Damn. I don't know. I feel like it's about keeping balance. You know, I heard someone the other day, actually, someone I know, young guy, uh, told me that the gym in this condo complex that I work in sucks. And actually, I've come to realize that really it's not about the gym. It's about how you adapt to the environment, which in some ways is kind of like a metaphor for life, right? It's a metaphor for life. Like, you know, you you're given you, you you play the hand you dealt and you make the most of it and that's kind of how i see that gym and if that's one thing that i have learned from that gym it's like you just have to play the hand you dealt you know and yeah i mean everyone's you know, got a different body type right you just got to make the most of it not even just about body type though it's like you know when we were in shenzhen we had a class gym do you go, you go to the which gym oh, it's you go fitness to? zone you know where I went? Fitness Zone. Fitness Zone. Honeypot, Honeypot, that... Honeypot. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Cross yeah. from your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did go in there. That's a good gym, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, I miss that place. 
Yeah, it's not it's not a bad gym, but yeah. I tell you that the gym that uh, me and Tim and everyone used to go to, the fat big fabs, wasn't as nice as the Honey Pot, but no. certainly had a lot more equipment. Oh, it's bigger. I mean, it's physically bigger, yeah. of course. Yeah, but that was a, that was a good gym. But you know, I don't know. You you adapt to the gym that you're in, and you do. And you always you're always like, when you go in the gym, you're like, oh, can I actually see myself being a member here? But then after like a few weeks, it becomes second home, right? And you're just like, oh, this is my gym. I mean, it also depends on your fitness goals. Like my fitness goals as I get older, I stopped, you know, before I used to lift like really heavy things and put them back down. But now <laughs> I I don't, I do like, a, I basically just try and make myself tired. Like yeah, yeah. I, today I had one of the 20 kilo plates. I was picking it up, pressing it, putting it back down 20 times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 20 kg. And it's not like super heavy, but yeah. It will get you fit. My, you, my, my you favorite thing right times. now is um, cables, just grabbing the cables, no handles, and just pulling them like uh, across. Oh, yeah. uh, it's not even heavy. I just like it's It's really nice. Uh, it's good kind feedback. of back. Yeah, it just hits, hits all my muscles. Um, What's your new habit then? Well, the, I mean, the, the morning walk. The morning walk uh, is the main one, I think. Um, oh, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Um, I did the beach a lot this summer. So every weekend I was at the beach. And just going to the beach, put the stuff down the beach, go swimming, swim around, go back. Jog, jog up and down the beach like Baywatch. No, 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 not quite. Yeah. But uh, no, I did that a lot this summer. Um, so I'll try and do that again next year. All right. Octave. I... Octave. <laughs> Octave, Octave is, is another habit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one. Favorite like product, like thing you couldn't live without. One thing you can live without. It's them gentle monster sunglasses. Not the laptop, no. Actually, having said that, the step up in performance with this M2 chip is yeah. quite phenomenal. Because I've, I've never been a big fan. I mean, the first MacBook that I had was a Pro, and it was a brick. And it kind of put me off Pros because it was such a heavy thing to look around. Yeah. And then I had I worked with a MacBook Air, and I thought, oh, fantastic. You know, it's lightweight, it's compact. You can pick it up, put it in your bag and just travel anywhere. So I've been a fan of the Air, but the only thing that I can say about the Air is the the processing performance of those laptops is, is good, but- It's not good. It, 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 it's the not screen good is really bad. Yeah, screen's bad, battery life's bad. Um, but, the, but this new Air that I'm using right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the performance gap between, I had a 2020 Intel chip uh, air before this and the fans always on i think but, i think these laptops these new ones are the best thing that's come out in tech in like five ten years easily i think it's the, the best the m chips yeah just just the it's ridiculous like you can like for me i edit these uh episodes and videos and it's like no fan no heat like it's just amazing like performance well again like actually i'm surprised because this m2 air it, i haven't it's not struggled with any look i'm not a graphic designer but yeah. I, I do have like maybe 40 50 tabs open in one go because i've got four or five different google chrome accounts logged on at yeah. all times so that's just how i operate i can do this i can do ads i can do i think shit, so. right now i'm looking at my browser i think i've got like i think i've got 20 tabs at least 25 tabs open in this window right and doing this video and podcasts like crazy yeah. the, the m2 chip is sick yeah. Favorite product though, would I the, say? That? I'm, I'm wearing these all the time now. AirPods, like constantly in my ears. 
because we're doing calls, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't even think now. They're just in my ears. Take the call. The thing is, though, and I know this is going to sound grim, but you do get earwax build up. I'm sure. I'm sure. Should be careful of that. I, yeah. I do as well. It's like not good. Did I ever tell you about the time? Uh, this is a, a podcast story. Uh, this could be an outtake. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time when I went swimming in Shenzhen? I jumped in the pool and I went no. deaf. No I'll tell you. Nah, I went nah. deaf, yeah. And I thought I'd lost my hearing, okay? Fuck. And I went to Shenzhen Hospital, which is the best hospital I've ever been to in the world, by the way. That Shenzhen, is it a Hong Kong one? Yeah, the Shenzhen University yeah, yeah, yeah. Hong Kong Hospital yeah, is yeah. phenomenal. The speed that you can get surgery, you can be in and out within a few hours, basically. And they pulled this lump of earwax out my ear. And I'm not joking to you when I say it was like, for those on camera, it was like maybe the thickness of the end of that pen, like genuinely that big. Oh and the water had like pressure, put put pressure and it squeezed all the wax into my ear. And my I got deaf. And Seriously? I thought, yeah, I thought I'd lost my hearing. My God. And they pulled it out, dude. Honestly, I've got a picture on my old phone. I'll send it to you later. It's unbelievable. I have another airport story. Do you remember that time we were running at the Talon Park? And uh, I dropped the AirPod in the gap between the, oh. the deck, and we had to get the the freaking uh, tweezers and like t- tweeze out the AirPod. How did we? Did we how did we, we get find that a, We find a woman, and she had tweezers, or someone had tweezers, and the tweezers were fishing out of the gap. Rich. We got it back though. Yeah, got it back. Yeah. yeah. That that's a shame, you know. They they were good times in Shenzhen. Mm. Shenzhen, interesting. Uh, place. Yeah, AirPods. I think for me, probably. My uh, thing. I'll say this, by the way, just another thing on Shenzhen. For the size of that city, it is a very livable place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's well thought out and designed. It's kind of yeah. like equi- equivalent is like probably like San Diego in US, like oh, nice weather, a bit boring, but livable. Uh, Europe, probably like a, not Barcelona. Barcelona's more fun. Uh, somewhere warm i think it's hard i feel like it's hard to find a shenzhen yeah you know because yeah, it's, good it's point. the way that the city is planned you know it's like yeah. five cities in one city but you can get between them very easily mm. you know the public transportation system's good the road systems are good the taxis aren't overly expensive and they're electric and quite modern and clean it's pretty good I wrote one one more down here. I've got, uh, I've just called it favorite moment of the year. Like one singular moment. I mean, it's got to be Hype Works on Tour, Bangkok. It's got to be up there. To be fair. That was fun. At the Tuk Tuk when I arrived. Yeah, <laughs> that, was class. that was class. That was class. That was class. <laughs> oh my God. It just so happened you guys were coming out, right, at the bar or whatever, and it's like, bang, you know? Yeah, Hype Works on tour, that has got to be, that is easily up there. I don't even know that, I'm because, again, I'm just going to shout the ones that come to my mind here. I don't know whether there's bias, because we're in the Hype Works podcast, but in terms of just, like, wacky moments that stand out, Hype Works on tour was just fucking... Sorry, sorry. It was just, uh, you know, Tim. That was one of the funnest weekends I've had in a long time. That was a ridiculous time. I mean, I mean, start start for me with my card, right? At the airport. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, step off the flight and my card's stuck in the machine. The ATM. Oh, 
it's hilarious. What about you? Oh, I mean that. I mean Dubai was fun. Like a few weeks ago, that was fun. But uh, yeah, no, definitely Bangkok. That was good. I was. Um, no, I, I, this year has been actually. Obviously, COVID's been crap for a long time, many years. But this year has been really fun. I was in Barcelona in February, and my mate uh, was drunk, and he got on the motorbike to get to the club, and then he crashed in the police car. Like that was hilarious. Imagine a German trying to save money, save money on a taxi, crashes into the police, gets a fi- like an eight hundred euro fine, and he stayed. He, the funny thing is, he stayed in a hostel. I was in a three star hotel. I was paying like you know six hundred euros for the week, hundred euros right. a night, right? He stayed in the hostel, fifty euros a night, sleeping with like loads of other students to save money, and he ended up blowing more money than me because of his stupid uh, crash. You know, <sighs> hilarious. That is mental. I went. I went to a nightclub in in uh, Worcester with my mate. Got COVID. He got COVID there. That was random. Had a had a square go with a guy. As soon as I got out of the taxi in Worcester town centre, guy wants to have a square go straight away. No conversation. Just have a fight, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, I think this has been a mad. This has been the most mental year of my life in terms of like most crazy year i've had some pretty crazy years yeah, with like yeah. traveling to like us and partying a lot with uh like i say that startup we've talked about on this podcast before but um in terms of like roller coaster this has got to be it because had sick times in shanghai got locked down in shanghai that was through, crazy yeah what was that like three weeks or something or four weeks like more like six seven oh my god in the room in a hotel room yeah well, it kind of and kind of. You were of looking not. so bad then. You were looking rough. Eh? It, it, honestly, it horrendous. Like it got to the point where we were breaking instant noodles in half. Do you know what I mean? Unbelievable. Like, that's how little food we had at some points. You know, I had headaches Shocking, going to sleep. Yeah. I was starving, literally. I was. I'm not saying that I was starving to the point where I was going to die, but if it had carried on for a few more weeks. I mean, I, we didn't get really get to see the sun. I, I went, I joined the football team, by the way. I played the Alibaba football team and I was rubbish. And when I was running, it was like I was drunk because I was just so ill. My body was just like not yeah. used to moving, hadn't seen the sun, hadn't sweated. The food that I'd eaten for the last like two, three months was just garbage. You know, like the way it, like kill like i mean man that's like that's like being in like a prisoner war camp like a a wartime situation right it's great escape stuff you know it kind of you're in the cooler like yeah yeah (laughs) you've got no freedom yeah your freedom's been taken away and the the police are standing outside waiting for you to come out and if you go out you're in the slammer mental you know it's even worse than staying and, you know, I haven't told the full story. Obviously, you know the full story. Started off in one place and basically the police kicked us out and moved us to a different place. And we had nothing but the clothes on our backs. We didn't have any fresh food. We had to stay in this disgusting, filthy room that hadn't been cleaned in months. Like, it was bad times in Shanghai. But then uh, but then you got out of China, which was then massive. Got out of China, yeah. business. Business was tough for a few months. Couldn't get, make any kind of money. It was up and down. We had clients. We didn't have clients. It was stress. But it's all right now. <laughs> I think that's what life should be. Like, if you're, if, you're, if you're bored in your life, if you're just sleepwalking, every day is the same, you're complaining to people, you're, you're, not, you're a miserable person, you have to make a change. Have like to, I, yeah. I think everyone's realizing that like life's too short 
you got to take risks. You got to make changes. Well, it it comes almost full circle this conversation because it's like, you know, before we got on, I was saying that I can't be bothered with like the complaining about the situation. Look, yeah. I. I, I might sound like a tinfoil hat guy sometimes because it's like I look at the world and I see the, the corruption. I see that I don't think the left and right is a concept that exists. I don't think there's so, so many things. I think left and right is an invented narrative to keep people distracted. Uh, and really, it's about local capitalism versus global capitalism. That's the choice of today. Donald Trump, local capitalist. Joe Biden, global capitalist. You know, that's your choice. Do you want to be in the global camp or do you want to be in the local capitalist camp like they're your choices if you think one represents the left and the right you're mistaken but am i going to sit here and complain about it no i did do that for a little while and now i'm tired of it so we're going to focus on solutions and my solution to the world is we're going to have a little business and everybody involved in our little digital camp is gonna you know have we're gonna use at Oh, wow. That must have been unbelievably loud. Uh, they're trying to silence me. Um, we should we should drop in a, a note here, but you're saying our camp. We should drop in the Marketing Swamp. So if you go to marketingswamp.com, this is like our new thing. You can join our little private marketing club. We're going to be chatting with like, like anyone who wants to join. You can talk about marketing. In this marketing group. Swamp. Yeah, marketingswamp.com. Yeah. There's, this there's is a lot of things on the roster these days. Yeah, what's happening next year? Like, what are we looking forward to? This is hype our, summit. Our... Hype summit. We have to if we're we're dropping in the marketing swamp. Hype summit has to be. I think that it's going to be tough. We're probably looking to kick this off, but it's got to be kicked off. The hype summit is going to happen. Bangkok, 2023. Yeah, um, it's good to meet in person again. Like, I'm really looking forward to. I was at a thing. Um, I know this video is going out later, but I was at a thing last night. It was nice to meet people in person. Yeah. You can't beat it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward just to like, it's a fresh year. Like we're, we're kind of, we've made a lot of progress this year. So next year is just like, okay, how can we take that to the next level? Have to keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, it's just exciting to have a lot of stuff in the pipeline, a lot of things to work on. You're not just like in one lane. You're not kind of, you know, like I think the last three, two, three, four, five years, it's just been like, you're kind of dreading the new year. You're like, you're dreading it, right? You're like, oh, I've got another year of like, you know, COVID and, you know, corporate crap, you know, like a lot of. I don't know, the, the corporate crap, you know, I know that we're breaking almost into a new conversation here, but the thing that I hated the most about the corporate crap was being around people that had either bullshitted their way to their position and were creating a bottleneck for my potential. Right. So right. if there's any people out there that work in an, I'm not saying, I'm not saying having a job, by the way, I'm not fucking Andrew Tate. You can have a job if that's what you want and you're happy with that. That's cool. I'm not saying that there's a fucking matrix or any shit like this. Okay. But I'm saying that you need to be in a culture where there's not people that can't help you or teach you learn to be better. You know, if you're in a position whereby your potential is continually limited by the culture. And I mean, the culture of the business, because it might employ managers that are great to suck up to their manager above them. And that's why they have say over you. 
leave that business. And, you know, I'm not going to say any names because obviously we still have clients and we look at our clients' businesses. If you hear this, it might be you. Uh, you know, we look at that and we go, okay, well, that person is a bottleneck for the culture of this business because they're taking it easy. They're bossing people around. They've got their feet up, but they're not listening to anybody. Yeah. Another, another thing as well is like, I think in the last few years, like I, I've always, since I moved to Asia, like I've been always meeting new people and talking to new people. And the last few years, it kind of got, it slowed down. It became like, we just saw the same people every day, right? Your, your partner, your colleagues. It was just like grind talk day, Truman show every day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this year and next year, we're going to meet so many new people that are going to be coming to like our life. And are going to be so interesting. And, um, that's really, I always find that exciting. Yeah. Going to have more guests on the potty. Yeah. Yeah. More guests, more conversations, calls, whatever. Yeah. More in-person stuff as well. Hopefully. Yeah. It's going to be mad. Uh, we need to meet Tim. We need to meet all our friends. You're going to meet your friends, hopefully, when you're in UK. Yeah, it's um, going to be tough. It's going to be tough to get around everybody. I still don't have the end of my plan. I've got the first, like, six, seven days on lock. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to over-schedule either. I don't yeah. want to be tired. You know, I've still got the work. Still got the business, the hype works to look after. So that's got to also keep ticking over. And we've got a few... Yeah. A few We've got a few new people coming on the team that, you know, I have to dedicate my time to teach them the hype works way. Um, that's just what it is. You know, people need looking after in the digital gang. So that's what it is. It's the, it's the gang. It's the mob. Yep. Cheers. Uh, cheers to another, hopefully successful year next year. Yeah. And, uh, next episode is going to be the first of, uh, 2023, which yeah. is, which is scary. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Let's, uh, have you got, we got a sponsor today. No, Starbucks. Shimbaku, as Jorge <laughs> would say. Jorge. We need to meet Jorge. Some, I did somewhere. actually message Jorge today. Uh, great guy. I think China's going to open up next year. So hopefully. The, the thing with China can, uh... is what they do. They go, <laughs> everyone starts complaining. They open up. Everyone goes, oh, thank God. Thank you, Chinese government, for opening up. And then just as they forget about Shanghai or the previous thing, it's like, boom, it comes back again. And that's just how they roll. So I don't think that's going to change. I think it will open up. You'll have two, three months where everyone will forget what happened, and then it'll be back to this again. I think we should ask Jorge to go to Bangkok, and we can meet him there. Let's see. No comment. <laughs> hey, man. Sign off. 2022 right. wrapped. Bye. Two. Bye. 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 Ciao.